Welcome to the latest episode of Too Boldly Pod, the unscripted podcast about anything and everything. And maybe at some point, I'll finally get there. Probably not, though. If you've been a follower or listener to this podcast for the past few years, or in the past, let's put it that way, then you know that every... October, I like to, to do a special little podcast that I call Tuboodly Pod. And kind of sort of in honor of Halloween and the, and the season of frights, if you will. And it usually always stems around ghost stories and the experiences and the evidence that I captured when I was in the paranormal group. And it also shared some ghost stories from friends and listeners of this podcast and i may still do a version of Tuboodly pod here in november but i wanted to do something a little bit different this year for halloween i wanted to spread out the scares so to speak but not really spread out the scares i just wanted to spread out the 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 theme of Tuboodly Pod into a month-long event, so to speak. So the next four episodes of this podcast will all have sort of a scary, darker, eerie, kind of macabre sort of theme to it. But some of it might not quite be dark and eerie and macabre. It might just have to do a little bit with Halloween. I haven't really ironed out exactly how i'm going to map out the entire month but i know a couple of them i want to do some darker themes maybe talking about serial killers one episode or something like that and i'm putting together a list of my 10 scariest or best horror movies i'm not the biggest horror movie buff i i I enjoy watching them but i wouldn't call myself a a an expert by any sense of the imagination well, i'm really not an expert at anything but i'm definitely not an expert in the horror industry genre if you will whether it's tv or movies or whatnot so i i, I don't feel qualified enough to speak with any sort of authenticity about the horror movies or horror tv shows so i thought i would kind of cure it more around from a fan's perspective and things that really scare you the most. And that's what I'm going to do today on this first part is I kind of sat down and wrote down a few things that that really scared the hell out of me when I was a kid. And I could totally be wrong on this because, I, like I said, I'm really not an expert on the horror genre, so I can't speak to it. But I think a lot of people's fascinations with fright start when we're young and our minds and our sensibilities are still developing and we kind of get scared at everything, at every little bump in the night, for lack of a better phrase, but... I think when we're young, we we're really impressionable to scary things. Not necessarily that we find them more believable when we're younger. We we kind of I think we we sort of learn the belief, learn to suspend disbelief, kind of sort of 
at a younger age, but I could completely be wrong on that. Maybe we are still developing what we know was real and what we know was fake, but ah, that's a debate for a, another podcast. Maybe we'll talk about that around Christmas time. Hint, hint, wink, wink, talking about something that we believe in when we're younger, but we learn that, yeah, maybe, oh, I better stop now before, if there's a kid listening, I don't want to ruin the surprise. Okay, it's not going to be a surprise. But anyways, I think when we're young, we get, maybe we, we buy into things more when we're younger. We, 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 we pay attention more. Yeah, that's definitely true. We definitely pay attention to things more when we're younger, even though adults tend to think that we don't. I think maybe things, maybe the best way to put that is, is things sort of, we learn things. We, 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 we soak them in more when we're younger. And maybe that's part of the, the whole scare. I don't know. We have a, a whole month's worth of podcast to, to, to dawdle on that question. Yes, I just used dawdle in a podcast. But like I said, I, I sat down and I just kind of thought for 10 or 15 minutes about some of the things that when I was a kid really scared the hell out of me that I wanted to share on this podcast. And some of them you're going to hear numerous times throughout the month if I do the the ranking of movies and TV shows and stuff. And then some of them you may have forgotten about, or maybe you just didn't see it at all. And then the last thing is going to be a personal experience I had, which will kind of prove to you how impressionable young wandering minds can be. So the first one, and the one that I, I reference all the time to people when we're talking about things that scare you, and, and it's still to this day something that, that I referenced that really freaked the crap out of me when I was a kid, and that was the Stephen King movie, Salem's Lot. And a lot of people will look at it and say, well, it's kind of a made-for-TV sort of thing, so how scary could it be? But when it aired, and I was, say, 10 years old, 9 or 10 years old, however I was when it was on, that movie really scared the bejesus out of me. And there was one particular scene, and I'm not talking about David Soul's tight corduroys. That didn't, well, maybe that did scare me, but I don't know. Anyways, there's one scene that really scared the, the crap out of me that it scared me so much that I my bedroom, when I was growing up, was in the basement of our house. I refused to go into my bedroom for like three days. I insisted to my parents that I wanted to sleep on my couch because I didn't want to go in the basement in my bedroom because this scene absolutely terrified me. As a kid, and the scene I'm talking about was when the little kid turned into a vampire and he was floating outside of his friend's bedroom window, tapping on it and signaling for him to allow him to come in the house. That scene, as minor as it may have been to some people, 
really freaked the crap out of me and terrorized me. Maybe it was because I was roughly the same age as the two kids acting in that scene, and I kind of instilled myself into it, but I was sure that if I went into my bedroom, I was going to find one of my friends tapping on my bedroom window as a vampire asking, trying to get me to invite them into the house. And yeah, that just, it may seem trivial to to the big time horror movie buff, but to me, that, that scene in and of itself terrified me to no end when I was, you know, nine or ten years old. The next one on the list is is from another movie that a lot of people have listed as one of their scariest movies of all time, and that was the the movie The Exorcist, but it wasn't necessarily the movie as a whole that really scared the crap out of me because even though I grew up, my mother was a very religious person. She didn't really force it or insist it on her children. So we all sort of grew up with differing beliefs and whatnot. So I didn't have that deep religious connection to this movie as far as demons and angels and saints and devils and God and all of that. I watched it more from the the scary horror aspect of it. And most people will pick out sort of the the her floating off the bed and all of those scenes and whatnot as far as the, the possession goes is the scary part of me. But the actual scariest part of that movie to me and what really freaked me out wasn't any of that and again it might be because linda blair is she's probably like what 10 years older than me so she wasn't all that much older than i was when i first saw the movie and actually by the time i saw the movie she may have the the character of reagan in the movie may have roughly been about the same age that that i was when i first saw the movie but what really freaked me out the most in that movie, like I said, wasn't all the, the whole pea soup and the, the, the thing she was saying and the, the possessions and any of that. It was the scene where it was really starting to take off and she sort of did that crawl, that sort of crab walk down the steps. That really freaked me out to no end and it still to this day is one of the freakiest scariest parts of that entire movie for me anyways and man again it might have something to do with i don't really have this deep religious devotion or belief so all of the whole religious aspect of the devils and angels and whatnot part doesn't really do anything for me it's interesting storytelling to me but i don't have that personal connection with it because i'm not somebody that is a believer in religion so that crab walk on the other hand was that's some top-notch scary storytelling 
And even now as an adult, well, adult in quotes, but still, even when I watch that movie to this day, that scene is the, the scariest part of that entire movie to me, and it really freaked me out when I was a little kid. Now, the uh, the last movie that I'm going to talk about on this episode is another movie that is roughly in that same time frame. It's definitely in the same time frame as Salem's Lot, and it also had some kids in it that were roughly about my age. So maybe that was sort of the, the correlation of why these three movies freaked me out as much as they did. And the third movie I'm talking about is the original Amityville Horror movie. And I think between, say, Amityville Horror and kind of the old TV show In Search Of and another show that I'm going to talk about in just a minute kind of grew my fascination to the, the ghostly side of the paranormal at a young age and grew my fascination into it. But the Amityville Horror... There was all kinds of scenes in there that really not just freaked me out, but freaked a lot of people out. You know, the, the tar or the blood drooling down the, the sides of the, the, the walls or the flies in the room or the pig eyes out the window with the little kids. That really freaked me out when I was a kid, when I saw that for the first time, when Mino Pilus got his fingers smashed in that window and the mom went up there and saw the pig eyes outside of the window. That was all freaky in and of itself. And another scene from Amityville Horror that really scared the crap out of me was that whole dog scratching at the wall when James Brolin found the, the, the hidden room behind the wall in the basement. That really freaked me out but the one scene and i don't think i'm quite alone with 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 this scene that really scared the crap out of me like i said i'm not alone because this is the 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 most commonly quoted line from the movie and it's sort of been almost kind of verified as to actually you know what i might save that statement because i might do another episode about haunting so scratch that we'll come to the back back to that, what i was about to say later this month but the scene that really scared me the most was when the priest was in the the sewing room or the the room with all the flies and the door he couldn't open the door and it slowly opened and you heard this quiet and all of a sudden you heard get out get out that as a, again, 9 or 10, 11-year-old kid, scared the living crap out of me. And even though I've, if I watch the movie now and I know what's coming, so it doesn't really scare me quite as much, it's still a very powerful, scary moment in that movie. And like I said, I think I, I will save what I was going to say earlier for another episode, sort of talking about the, the actual events of the Amityville Horror and some of the other kind of hauntings that happened. I'll talk about those as a real-life event on a, another episode. But 
the Amityville Horror is one of those movies that just scared the crap out of me. And again, nothing was ever as bad as the the kid scene in Salem's Lot tapping on the window. That was the only one that scared me so much that I actually refused to go into my basement bedroom as a kid for a couple of days. I don't know what it was about it, but those three movies are probably a lot of people's scariest movies or movies that that scared them so much, at least in my age range. But but it wasn't just movies that scared me. There were there were TV shows that had some some frightening scenes too. There were there were certain episodes of The Twilight Zone that were scary to me and of course I grew up with with TV shows like Night Gallery and stuff like that 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 had scary episodes as well. But there were other TV shows that like I said a few minutes ago kind of cured my or, 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 should I say, blossomed my interest into the ghostly side of the paranormal. A lot of it was in search of and real people and shows like that. And there was one called That's Incredible that was on in the late 70s and early 80s that often had sort of ghostly stories and stuff like that stories that really scared me as a kid and like I said really kind of blossomed my interest into the ghostly side of the paranormal and there was one episode of that's incredible that still stands out in my head to this day is something that really freaked me out and even though the psychic that was appearing on the show talking about this haunting now has kind of gone down as a proven fraud, and I'm talking about Sylvia Brown, and the scene or the the episode of the show that that really freaked me out that I still remember to this day was her, they were doing a story about this haunting in a toy store, and I don't remember if it was a Toys R Us, if it was just some some local mom-and-pop toy store, but they were doing an investigation about all the hauntings going on in there, and they had Sylvia Brown go in to sort of converse with the spirits that were happening in this toy store. And she was talking about the impressions that she was getting that she was talking to these ghosts. And she said at one point, she asked them, the go- she asked the ghost what the ghost's name was. And I remember this specifically. And again, I was like maybe 12 years old. The oldest I would have been is 13 that I can remember. But I remember her specifically saying on that episode, the ghost says its name is Yanni Janssen. Or Johnny Johnson. And for whatever reason, when the way she said it, maybe she just sold it so well to my 10, 12-year-old mind so much. And I was so buying into the haunting of this toy store. But when she said Yanni Janssen or Johnny Johnson, which is exactly how she said it, it just freaked the living crap out of me that she was actually sitting there talking to this ghost 
and this ghost was conversing with her. So, even like I said, even though as time has gone on and we learned that she was kind of a, a psychic charlatan, when I was a young kid watching that TV show, I completely bought into that. And when she said the ghost's name and what the ghost told her their name was, that scared the crap out of me as a little kid. And the last story that I'm going to share with you out there to kind of show you, it kind of proves to me at least how vivid and how impressionable our minds are as kids. And I'm sure the story that I'm going to share has probably happened to a lot of people, but it to this day still kind of freaks me out even thinking about it a little bit. And it really, in the end, was nothing. It was just my mind playing tricks on me and proves how we as young kids get scared by things that go bump in the night. Maybe it's sort of the the antithesis of the boogeyman or something under the bed and all of that about kids being so impressionable that maybe that's where our developing minds learn this fascination with being scared but the story is as i stated earlier in the podcast my bedroom as a kid was in the basement of our house and my bed sort of faced towards the one window in the bedroom and just below the window was a coat rack that i had in my bedroom and there was one night where I was laying there like many kids do, probably fighting going to sleep, but I wasn't able to go to sleep, so my mind started to wander, and I don't remember exactly what I was thinking about, but I know I wasn't asleep, and I was just laying there in the dark, and for whatever reason, my my vision trained on that coat rack next to the window and it was illuminated it was dark in the room but it was illuminated by the moonlight from outside so my my eyes and my my brain was drawn to this coat rack and i could have swore that i was watching that thing move towards me and of course with my young mind from that moment on i was transfixed on that coat rack and it continued to look like it was moving so now in my adult age my adult mind i realized that it was just my mind playing tricks on me there was nothing in my room but at the time i was petrified i was i convinced myself in my mind that that thing was moving towards me what was it what was i thinking in my mind as at my young age at that moment my mind just playing tricks on me but but what was what was i thinking at that young age was i thinking it was a ghost coming at me did i think it was an alien coming through some kind of portal or something like that but i was convinced that that coat rack was moving it was alive it was coming towards me 
And to make things worse, I was so scared that night that, you know, eventually I probably passed out from exhaustion or whatever, but that wasn't the only night it happened. It happened a couple more times after that, probably, most likely, undoubtedly, because I had it in the back of my mind that that happened on that very first night. So, yeah, that it was a, a, a culmination of, you know, sleeping in a, a basement in an old house and having all of these preteen hormones and sensations and whatnot. I don't want to make it sound like it was something like that because it wasn't. But was it, you know, a developing mind and watching all of these scary ghost movies and horror movies and seeing all these TV shows and stuff that that predisposed my mind to invent a situation where I swear that coat rack was moving and it was something living and not just an inanimate object that a coat rack is? It was weird. It scared the hell out of me when I was very, very young, sleeping in the basement at my parents' house. So what is it about the youthful mind that just that that just gravitates towards scary things and freaky things? Is it part of our development of our brain as a youth? that we have to to go through these things, that we have to create these scenarios in our head, that we have to get spooked out by every little thing? I don't know. But as a young kid, that was a very petrifying evening, or couple evenings in this case, that I still think about, you know, 40-some years later. And I don't know. Or is it just all part of the whole mystique of, of being scared. I don't know. It's just a strange little thing. It always makes me wonder why we are so enamored with freaky things and scary things and things that go bump in the night when we're young. And is that where this whole whole mystique, again, comes from, is our developmental minds. So there are just a couple of the things that make me scratch my head and wonder if you have any thoughts about anything i mentioned on today's podcast let me know on facebook or twitter at too boldly pod and as always if you enjoyed this episode don't forget to click like and subscribe so you get notified each and every time there's a new episode and as usual i don't have a closer for this show so i'll simply close with a line from Eddie Murphy, delirious, joking about the same thing that freaked me out as a kid from the Amityville Horror. Yeah, this is a nice house, baby. Yeah, I can really see us living here. Get out. Too bad we can't stay, baby.